Emerson loved the good more than he abhorred evil. Carlyle abhorred evil more than he loved the good. If you should by chance find anything in my work you do not especially like, it is not at all wise to focus your memory on that to the exclusion of all else. Bless my soul. The supreme prayer of my heart is not to be learned, rich, famous, powerful, or even good, but simply to be radiant. I desire to radiate health, cheerfulness, calm courage, and goodwill. I wish to live without hate, whim, jealousy, envy, or fear. I wish to be simple, honest, frank, natural, clean in mind, and clean in body, unaffected to say, I do not know, if it be so, and to meet all men on an absolute equality, to face any obstacle and meet every difficulty unabashed and unafraid. I wish others to live their lives, too, up to their highest, fullest, and best. To that end, I pray that I may never meddle, interfere, dictate, give advice that is not wanted, or assist when my services are not needed. If I can help people, I'll do it by giving them a chance to help themselves. And if I can uplift or inspire, let it be by example, inference, and suggestion, rather than by injunction and dictatorial behavior. That is to say, I desire to be radiant, to radiate life. Our admiration is so given to dead martyrs that we have little time for living heroes. The ideal life is only the normal or natural life as we shall someday come to know it. Genius is only the power of making continuous efforts. The line between failure and success is so fine that we scarcely know when we pass it, so fine that we are often on the line and do not know it. How many a man has thrown up his hands at a time when a little more effort, a little more patience, would have achieved success? As the tide goes clear out, so it comes clear in. In business, sometimes, prospects may seem darkest when really they are on the turn. A little more persistence, a little more effort, and what seemed hopeless failure may turn to glorious success. There is no failure except in no longer trying. There is no defeat except from within, no really insurmountable barrier save our own inherent weakness of purpose. The desire for friendship is strong in every human heart. We crave the companionship of those who understand. The nostalgia of life presses, we sigh for home, and long for the presence of one who sympathizes with our aspirations, comprehends our hopes, and is able to partake of our joys. A thought is not our own until we impart it to another, and a confessional seems to be a crying need of every human soul. One can bear grief, but it takes two to be glad. The highest earthly relationship is in its very essence fleeting. For men 
are fallible, and living in a world where the material wants jostle and time and change play their ceaseless parts, gradual obliteration comes and disillusion enters. But the memory of a sweet affinity, once fully possessed and snapped by fate at its supremest moment, can never die from our heart. All other troubles are swallowed up in this, and if the individual is of too stern a fiber to be completely crushed into dust, time will come bearing healing, and the memory of that once ideal condition will chant in his heart, a perpetual Eucharist. And I hope the world is passed forever from the nightmare of pity for the dead. They have ceased from their labors and are at rest. But for the living, when death has entered and removed the best friend, fate has done her worst. The plummet has sounded the depths of grief, and therefore nothing can inspire terror.